Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Purpose Tune Podcast. The goal of my show is to create valuable content to broaden your knowledge, inspire you, and get you in the right mindset so that you can apply it in your own life to drive impact, generate meaning, and achieve your purpose. In this episode, my guest is Jermaine Cheatham. Jermaine went from a broken home to a seven-figure finance entrepreneur who travels the world and uses simplicity to get what we all want, which is freedom. Jermaine has over 17 years of expertise in finding creative solutions to finance and lease medical equipment to help healthcare providers change people's lives. Currently, Jermaine is the sales director at Dial Financial Solutions, an equipment financing and leasing business that offers fast, easy, and flexible payment options for commercial equipment purchase. Hi, Jermaine. How are you? Hey, how, good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me on this uh, chat today. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> so where are you and uh, where are you located right now? I know you've been doing some traveling. Yeah, so uh, right now I'm in Malaysia, so just on the uh, east coast of Malaysia. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, so tell me, tell tell the audience who you are. Uh, give us a little bit of background. Yeah, so um, I'm really kind of a business entrepreneur. I um, just at a very young age, I just decided that um, I didn't want to kind of conform to the traditional standards of American <laughs> society and doing the whole nine to five thing. So I've always kind of pursued, um, you know, business endeavors, especially sales endeavors, just because it gives you so much upward mobility and freedom to create, you know, how much money you want and also your schedule. So um, that allowed me to kind of um, build my own businesses and, you know, travel around the world and, you know, work how, when, and where I want um, kind of on my schedule. So um, that's why I'm currently here in Malaysia, just, uh, you know, and enjoying the culture over here, enjoying the beach and just trying to, stay away from some of the craziness in the States right now. Yeah. Yeah. So share a little bit more about the difference between the States and Malaysia. What's, what are you seeing? Um, the most glaring difference is um, people here are very content. They're very happy. Um, they're not always striving for things um, or there's not like a lot of uh, sense of lack. There's a lot of sense of abundance. I think in the States we get to a point where, um, we feel like in in general kind of totality, um, there's not enough. It's like a, this, a sense of lack. Mm-hmm. And that's why everyone's always at each other's throat, um, because they're kind of fighting over limited resources, um, at least subconsciously. And here it's just, you know, everyone's very open, friendly, um, just welcoming, um, a sense of community. There's not really an individual here. It's more of the collective, which is quite different than the States. Um, so if we can figure out somehow to blend the two, um, a strong individual and a strong collective in the States, um, will be even more powerful. But, um, right now we're kind of, um, lost, but that's okay. It happens. Yeah. I guess every society is a bit different. Right. And of course, um, in America, it's more of a, uh, individualistic, um, culture where you know we think for ourselves we do you know we make our own living for ourselves and um it's not in it's not the same in other parts of the the world where you know other cultures are more collective and 
there isn't so much of a uh, a culture of, of striving to achieve things, but more so appreciating the things that 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 um, that they have and really enjoying the moment. Can you speak to um, you know what that's like in your experience in terms of um, an, an individualistic culture and a collective culture? Um, what America could do to be um, better at, um, you know, leading a more purpose, purposeful and happy life? Well, I think, first of all, um, you have to, in order to have a strong community, I think, and, and a strong civilization, you have to have strong individuals. And um, so first, I think the individual has to be strong themselves, because without a strong individual, you can't help your neighbor, your family, your community, your country, or the world. So um, I think that's one of the, the problems is there's not enough strong individuals in um, uh, the United States where um, it's almost like your cup runneth over when you're a really strong individual. So you have extra resources and love and time and money to give towards others in, within your community or within the world or wherever you want to um, contribute that. But if you're a weak individual and you have weak characters, you're just going to look at low hanging fruit of stuff to either complain about or look like there's just a, a sense of lack. Um, so I think you have to have very strong individuals with the, the goal in mind that when I'm strong, then I have extra stuff, uh, physical stuff, uh, monetary material, and also emotional, spiritual stuff I can give to other people. So um, I think it really starts with strong individuals that have a sense of a, a bigger purpose to help their community grow as well, not just I'm going to be a strong individual for my own sake long term. Now, short term, that's fine because you got to, you know, you got to pull yourself up sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but long term, you have to think, OK, I'm going to do this. And then what? It's always that's one of the questions I always ask myself. And then what? Um, because there's no end to it. So you got to kind of think long term, how is this going to affect um, myself and then next to my community? my family, my country, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I know you've done some traveling and you've seen different parts of the world. Um, and, you know, you went from a broken home to a seven figure um, um, finance entrepreneur. Um, and that's, that's just an incredible journey. Could you walk us through that experience? Yeah. Um, it just, I guess it's kind of a, it's a I always feel like it was, it's always a blessing to kind of come from um, meager beginnings or struggles because um, it makes you, um, I guess, pay attention from the very beginning to like, what the hell is really going on? Like, um, it makes you question a lot of things. And so um, from the very beginning, I was always questioning, you know, what's the truth about, you know, my current situation? Um, you know, broken home, fatherless home, um, you know, who am I really? Like, what am I going to be? Because I saw a lot of despair, a lot of gnashing of the teeth, a lot of um, just just not ideal situations. Um, and I'm like, am I, which side of the fence am I going to fall on? Am I going to go to left or am I going to go right? And I kind of developed a, a philosophy at a very young age where, you know, either I'm going to be a victim of my circumstance and blame and have scapegoats, or I'm going to be a creator of my circumstance and create what I want and what I want to see and who I want to be. 
And um, I chose the latter to be a creator. And um, that's really the only option I have. Um, I have no other option in life besides growth. And so that was just a decision I had to make at a very young age. And it just allowed me to, um, I kind of have a mantra, I just follow my fear. Um, anytime I'm fearful of something, that's life telling me to go that direction. Um, it's just a nudge. And, and most people um, actually run from their fear instead of go towards it. So um, every time I go towards my fear, um, I find abundance on the other side. And actually the fear was not even real. It was just a figment of my imagination. Wow, that's incredible. So so walk us through um, the, your re- realization of um, of fear and that it was just a false um, perception. Uh, well, I realize it every day. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't go away. It never does. Um, that's the beautiful part about it. Every day is another challenge to look at it and say, oh, I see you there. Fear, you're just you're just messing with me. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do it. So I'm going to do it anyways, because I know it's just, it's not a real thing. And um, it happens in every situation. I don't care if it's going on a podcast, if it's something in business, if it's something in a relationship, if it's, um, you're thinking about, I don't know, skydiving or what, I mean, what doesn't matter, whatever it is, once you do whatever you thought, oh, I shouldn't, I don't want to do this, or I'm scared to do this, or I don't feel like doing this, you do it. And you're like, why was I wasting energy on being scared. You, it's always like in hindsight, and, and it's just a re, it's a reaffirming um, uh, practice where you realize as you do it over and over again, like that was so silly, what a waste of my time to be scared of that and my energy. So the next time, so you kind of remind yourself, next time this comes up, I'm just gonna do it because I know it's just BS and I'm gonna feel so much better about myself when I do it because I know I'm stronger than this um, per- perception of fear. And it's just like a muscle. You work it out more and more and more and more. It just gets stronger and stronger and stronger where things just don't hold you back. And it's just, it's a lifelong um, lesson because it never goes away. It's always going to be there. It's just, are you going to dance with it or are you going to run from it? Right, exactly. I think that there are many times that, uh, you know, we we tend to look at things and, and imagine the, the worst possible outcomes when really it's not. And um, I'm guilty of that, you know, from time to time. And it's really a a mind shift thing that we have to work on. And um, I think that there's probably this, we're just innate to to be wired that way. And so if one can actually control their, their, their mind and, and be conscious about uh, what they're thinking and, uh, as well as uh, you know how they're processing information, I think that that would really help people to achieve um, better outcomes and lead a more positive life. I know that you've done a lot with your career and you've been highly successful. What are some of the habits that uh, you could share with my audience to help them um, achieve the kinds of success that you have? Um, I guess I don't really have any like hardcore habits. I'm not like, I, I've oscillated in my life from being like very, uh, you know, like a very stickler to like, okay, I need to stick to this morning routine or this evening routine or this work routine. And then I've oscillated to this other side where I'm like, I ain't going to stick to no routine. I'm just going to do whatever I feel like. Mm-hmm. And they both work actually. Um, I think the, I guess if it had to be really one habit, 
is um, you need to have space to see clearly what you want to create. A lot of times we just run into start creating stuff because we have kind of a whim on we want to do something or we heard, heard about something or someone drops us kind of a, a dime on a project or an opportunity. But you really need to create space to reflect on you know, what you really want and what you really envision yourself doing today and also into the future. So, you know, for me, I create quite a bit of space on Sundays. I take the whole day off. Um, no, no screens, no nothing, no music, no books, just the pen and paper. And it allows me to kind of to go back through and disseminate all the information that I took in over the week and decide like, you know, what's the good shit? Like the, for me, I always have a kind of a motto, the good shit sticks. Mm. And it, re it reminds me uh, to write down, you know, whatever came to me that week, you know, put it on paper um, and then maybe focus on that a little bit more or decide, you know, make decisions that day on how I want to pursue this the following week, the following month, the following year, um, because there's just so much noise out, especially today um, with social media and just the news. And I mean, you know, everything is just so much noise. So it allows you a time to reflect and find out what's really important. And then from there, um, it's usually the stuff that, like I was saying earlier, follow your fear. The stuff you write down, it might you might feel like some bubbling up of like fear about doing something. That's the that's the direction you need to go, and those really are my only two north stars. Is just follow your fear and take time to reflect on what's really important for your vision for your future and what you really want to do, what you really want to accomplish. Because you gotta always kind of reflect that I'm gonna die, I'm not gonna live forever, and it's time to make moves. It's time to have an impact. It's time to create something that you really want to create. There's no reason to live in fear and not do it. So um, that's the time I take to reflect on that. And then based on that reflection, I usually have stuff that bubbles up, which is fear. And that tells me I'm on the right track. That's, that's the direction I should be going. The stuff that doesn't make me fearful or I feel super confident about, um, I'm kind of like, uh, I, it's yeah, I could probably do well in it, but I know it's not going to fulfill me. So it's the difference between fulfillment and success. And I'm, I like fulfillment. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So how would you define fulfillment or purpose? Um, I guess you would, I guess what, the way I would define it is um, listening to that voice. Um, that, you know, that little voice in your head that you hear, right? before you fall asleep or like right when you wake up and it's always telling you um, like what you should do, like uh, what direction you should go. It's kind of whispering to, it's really quiet, but it's, it's telling you the truth. Um, and you really don't hear it during your waking hours because it's so drowned out by all the distractions. It's that little voice telling you, nudging you to go that direction. Maybe it's, you know, break up with her or start the business or get up and take that run or um, go lift the weights or whatever it's telling you. Um, it's that little voice. When you follow that voice, regardless of the fear, that's um, the definition to me of fulfillment. Because on the other side of that is when you feel completely alive. Because um, it's just kind of a, a battle. Aliveness to me is like, a, is like an expression of emotions. And um, the only way to feel the whole gambit of emotions, to me, that's the definition of being alive is to let them be kind of expressed. And a lot of times I think we suppress our emotions where we only want to feel good all the time. And when you only want to feel good all the time, you don't want to see the darkness, then you're never going to feel alive. So um, 
it's it's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay. Let it let it pass. Um, so that's kind of a, a rant on that. <laughs> right. No, that's great. I mean, for there's there's so many situations that I can think of where um, you know I I'm fearful of, of of things, and it turns out that you know I was just you know my mind was just perceiving it incorrectly or you know it's it's exaggerating and so sometimes i have to step back and pause and say okay so what's real and what's not and what are some of the things that i can control so that that way i can minimize my anxiety or you know minimize the the fear and so i think that having some sort of guidance on or process around how how to handle that could really um get people to uh, you know, a place where they can feel less anxious and less stressful. Um, in America, obviously, it, there's we we don't just work. You know, I think the the people who who have jobs, um, you know, work the regular eight to eight to four thirty um, shift, and you know, within those hours, they're constantly stressed because of the work that is um placed upon their uh their shoulders and so it's um you know it's in a way it, it almost seems like if we could just step back and just reflect and pause that is such a powerful resource to have um at the ready because we all need it we all need to um you know instead of just going to go 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 we all need to just pause and reflect and then strategize on you know which path we're wanting to lead towards um, to achieve the kinds of outcomes that we want to achieve. Um, so I know that throughout your career, you've faced some rewarding and challenging um, things. How would you, how do you push through, let's say the, the worst of times? Um, I don't, I mean, I'm kind of a weirdo. I don't really have worst of times. Um, I don't even reflect on like, I've never thought, I've never had failure. And I don't, I don't, I don't um, frame life as far as like victories and failures. Mm. I frame life as um, like information. <laughs> it's like something happened. Okay. To me, like everything's a neutral event. And that's just something for me to learn from and then move on from. So I don't like think about stuff in, in terms of like failures or, Oh, that was really a huge success. It was just like, yeah, it happened. Great. Let's let's um let's learn from it and move on, good or bad. And um, like you're talking about stress at work, it's kind of like I I just don't have stress because um I realize stress doesn't doesn't come from the outside world. It comes from the inside world. It comes from me. And because you no one can make you feel a certain kind of way. You allow it to happen. So if I allow myself to be stressed out on regarding my business or something that's going on in my life, that's all on me. That falls on my shoulders. It has nothing to do with anybody else because I allowed it to happen because I decided to take a weird response towards a neutral event. Um, again, it goes back to the creator versus victim mentality, and I'm just going to be a creator of whatever happens. So um, that's why I just don't get stressed. And if I do, I realize, well, that's on me. That's a, that's a me thing. So I can either be a victim of it or I can be a creator and make decisions and actions to change that. So um, I, I guess it's just the way I frame things that um, is how I deal with quote unquote um, difficult 
situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love that process. And I hope that the, the people who are listening to this podcast uh, will, um, you know, uh, be creators of their own life by implementing that, uh, what you've just mentioned, that process. Um, how would you, um, so when did you consider yourself as a success? I mean, obviously you didn't have a, uh, a positive um, environment uh, to, to grow up. How did you, what was that realization for you? Um, that when I considered myself a success, I still don't. Um, I, there's no, it, it never, it never ends. So um, I don't consider myself a success. I just consider myself someone that moves mm-hmm. forward. Um, so the, as, as far as the, the realization that I'm in control, um, I don't know, I've always kind of had a locus of control because I always kind of challenge the status quo and challenge myself. And you realize when you challenge yourself and you actually do stuff that you don't want to do, you realize, oh, this actually feels good <laughs> to do stuff that I don't like, that I didn't want to do, that I said it, I didn't like it, I didn't want to do it, and then I did it. And man, that feels good. Um, and so it's just like, it's just like exercising that muscle gets stronger and stronger. And um, I guess it was just through um, doing it. The action, action part is the most important thing in life. I, I mean, hands down. You know, there's a lot of rumination about you know, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Um, and there's not enough action. So um, I think this, that's what it came down mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so who inspires you and why? Um, who inspires me and why? It's a good question. Um, people inspire me really. Um, I, cause I, I think the beautiful thing about people is we're all exactly the same and we're all just trying to figure this thing out <laughs> together. Cause this is a weird place to be. Um, you're just born here and you show up and you're on the spinning rock and you're like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> um, and so the beautiful part about it is we all have these cool gifts. Um, some you have, some I don't have and vice versa. And, um, we have this ability to share it with each other, no matter where you live in the world, especially with technology nowadays. Um, and I think that inspires me that some people do share their gifts and other people are on the brink of sharing their gifts. And, um, the thing that is beautiful about it to me is that everyone has the ability to do so. It's just, are they going to let this little thing called fear get in their way of their blink in eternity here? And if none of this stuff matters. Um, so I'm always inspired that some people do step out of the box and, and just do their thing and let their light shine and let their music be heard. And um, those are the people that inspire me. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I would say that you're probably uh, one of the very few guests that's on my show that, uh, you know, mentions about uh, not so much about celebrities or prominent leaders that inspire them, but just people, ordinary people. Um, And that's so um, true in many ways because, um, you know, there's a lot of people in this world and everyone has unique uh, gifts and talents. And even though they may not uh, go on and do amazing things, um, you know, some of them might have contribute in ways that no one ever uh, knew about. And so it's important to recognize those individuals as well. So um, that's a great point that um, you realized. Um, 
what advice would you give my audience? Um, I guess the one advice I would give people is, um, it's just kind of, it's kind of a silly <laughs> cliche, but like the old Nike thing, just mm-hmm. do it. Um, it's always something. I, I, and the funny thing about the whole just do it thing is it never ends. I don't care if you're Bill Gates or you're Donald Trump or you're X, Y, and Z. It doesn't matter who you are. It's always something else that's like eating someone alive about the next thing they want to do. And it's just they're waking up with that little whisper in the morning telling them to do it. And it's either you do it or you don't. And you're going to be miserable if you don't do it. And you're going to be fulfilled if you do it. So, you know, whatever that voice is telling you to do, um, and it's going to, it's going to help people and it's going to further you as an individual and help you grow. Um, and it's, um, a beautiful thing. Didn't do it. Don't, don't, um, don't hesitate. Just do it. So that's the only thing I would say. Yeah, that's great. And of course, like you said earlier, action speaks, uh, louder than words and, you know, the whole taking action is, um, very important. And so that's something that people need to keep in mind if they're trying to achieve um, success in their lives or uh, certain goals or whatnot. Um, where can people find you and your work? Um, they can go to uh, creatorslearn.com. Um, it's a platform um, for, like we were talking about earlier, for you know, people that consider themselves creators instead of victims. Um, and it's a place for you know, people that do want to grow and become better to find business opportunities, to find mindset um, exercises and opportunities. Um, anything that has to do with being a creator versus a victim is the platform um, to go to. So it's creatorslearn.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Jermaine, um, this is um, a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for sh- sharing your insight and experiences with us. Um, folks, you've heard the man, um, if you want to achieve the kinds of success in your life, uh, check out his, uh, website. Um, and if you do, uh, want to get a hold of him reference where you got, uh, his contact information, uh, or heard about him, uh, which is through the purpose tune podcast, uh, here at the, uh, the uh, Spotify, Apple podcast and, uh, the anchor app. So, Um, Jermaine, I appreciate your time again. Uh, Thank you so much, my man. Great. Thanks for having me. See ya.